know, no matter where we go in this world, there are going to be pickpockets. I hope that this podcast doesn't scare you from traveling. Statistics say that we have less than 1% chance of being a victim. But as you listen to this podcast, feel empowered with the knowledge that I'm about to share with you so that you can be aware of all the ways it can happen. And if it makes you feel any better, Rick Steves was a victim and I, although not in his class of travel experience, yeah, I too was a victim. I'll share my story with you later. I'm also going to share some thoughts from a professional pickpocket, what he looks for and some of the things that he has done. I'm Felicia Demas with Imagination Travel and Tips. One of the tips that I always share with people before they take a trip is all about pickpockets, how to avoid them, how to spot them, what to do if you're about to fall victim. And I'll tell you something. Every time, without fail, people will nod their heads because they agree, but every person feels like they would know before it happens to them. Honestly, even I thought that. I hope it doesn't happen to you too. I don't want to get an email saying, "Uh, yeah, Felicia, I didn't think it would happen to me, but it did. So let's get started. This podcast is similar to podcast number seven on scams, but in this one, I want to focus on more specific ways pickpockets can rob you. Now, I'm talking about the violation of being pickpocketed, not of being mugged. If you're ever mugged, do exactly what they say. Your life is much, much more worth than whatever a mugger can get from you. But being pickpocketed is different because they don't want or need a weapon. And the good news is they not only don't want a confrontation, you might not even know it happened until you reach for your wallet later and it's not there. Pickpockets usually work in groups of two or three. If you see a single person, it's less likely they will be a pickpocket. They need a a distraction. I'm not saying it will no single person is a pickpocket, it's just less likely. So let's say, for example, you're taking a stroll through a central square and you see street performers. Well, be extra mindful of where your stuff is. It's crowded, your attention is focused on these cool street performers, and you wouldn't think twice about being bumped or even if somebody becomes, you know, gets in your bubble. Or let's say you're standing in a crowd in a train station at a street corner, anywhere, and suddenly you hear the sound of yelling. Well, it's our natural tendency to look at what's going on. It could be a skit designed to divert your attention. Okay, let me tell you now some of the things that came out in the interview with Alessandro, my Italian pickpocketer. By the way, he asked that I use a false name, and he says pickpocketer is not the right word, It's pickpocket as the noun and the verb. He studies human behavior. I guess that's sort of like uh, continuing education points. He knows that neurological science has demonstrated that the human brain is incapable of focusing on two things at once. This is why if there's something going on, like I mentioned with street performers, that's when the pickpockets come in and, and try to get your money and stuff. Have you ever been texting and walking, and even though you're aware that you're walking and you're aware that there are people nearby, you don't really focus on them? He said he watches out for people like that 
or people who look gullible. He said those with a resting bitch face he ignores. Those who look like they would fall for helpless teens and children he focuses on. Sometimes his partner is a mother spanking her child. That way you get your attention diverted on that. When I asked what effect that's going to have on the child when he grows up, he said, it's not a problem. The kids learn at a young age, it's their duty. While all this is going on and you're observing it, your attention is momentarily elsewhere and the partner is picking your pocket. He said he relies on the fact that you think you would know if it were happening, that you would feel it. I would know if a person came up behind me, lifted my shirt, and sliced off my money belt. I would never be that distracted. Hmm, yeah. Well, please don't feel bad if it happens to you, Alessandro says. He said he's well trained. They practice and practice before they hit the streets. And the way they do it is they put bells strategically on shirts and jeans and wherever they think wallets might be. And then they walk and the trainee tries to take the wallet or the cash without ringing the bell. Once that happens, they've passed and are ready to hit the street. Alessandro was really proud of himself because he admits it takes gall to put his hand in someone's pocket and hope he's not caught. He said it takes courage and tenacity. He justifies his behavior by saying, hey, I've got to earn a living too. And he kept talking about how COVID hurt his income. When he asked what he normally, when I asked what he normally makes a week, he said that during busy tourist season in Rome, where he lives, he makes around 1,500 euros a week. That's $1,609. In off season, he has to work double the hours and he makes about 700 euros a week. That's a lot of money, y'all. I've got a friend who told me about an incident that happened to her. She, her husband, and his friend were standing in the Paris airport. She was standing with her hand on the handle of her carry-on suitcase, which was right in front of her. She eyeballed two suspicious young ladies walking by her oh, about 30 feet away. After they passed, she looked down. Her suitcase, which was actually so close it was touching her foot, had been unzipped and a change purse had been removed. No, it wasn't the two ladies, but they made sure to look unusual enough so she would look at them as their partner on his knees probably reached around between her leg and her husband's leg, unzipped the bag, and stole something. So here are some tips to outsmart them as best you can. Don't put your purse or your backpack on the chair next to you or on the floor without wrapping it around the chair. But you know, even then someone can sneak up and slash that strap and be gone with your purse before you know it. Here are some special notes on public transportation because that's the number one place in larger cities that pickpockets will pickpocket you. Usually they're on the platform, in the subway, or in the, in the train station, but they love crowds inside the subway car itself. Don't stand by the door if you can help it. These people will step out, then snatch your purse or your backpack right when the doors close and then be off in a flash. Also, some pickpockets on a subway will pretend like they can't open the door 
and they're struggling with this while their partner is behind them with his hand in your wallet.